0: California and streaming live on Ustream. This is Afterbuzz TV for the sing We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip about the sing-off. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's AfterBuzz TV for The Sing-Off.
2: Hey everybody, welcome to The Sing-Off, season three premiere. I'm Tamara Berg, and I'm here with Jesse Janity. We're um, kind of the skeleton staff tonight because um, because there's something big happening in Boston tomorrow.
1: Something big. Something
2: it's something epic. big. It's epic. Uh, it's the film that many of us have been involved in. Serial Buddies is um, sneak previewing at the Boston Film Festival tomorrow night. And so... Um, our producer Phil is there, and both of the Macedo sister. Well, no, Melissa, M- Michelle, Michelle went, Michelle went. Maria, Maria Menounos went, Kevin, Kevin went. I did not go, even though I did do the wardrobe on that film. Say um, what? I know, but I wanted to uh, we stick around you here tonight. I know we needed to hold down the fort
1: epic. You tonight. never
2: know what could happen with no one else here, Jesse. We're no. gonna, we c- It could get crazy.
1: Right. We can't stop After Buzz for anything.
2: No way. Nothing. No way. No way. So I'm so glad that you watched this with me. Um, I'm glad too.
1: I love doing shows with you because I, we have aw. such a
2: passion
1: for music yeah. and eclectic music. You know, I, yep. like, I like my fun little dancing shows yep. and yep. all that, but like... I really love when I can sit down with somebody and talk music and Mm -hmm. vocals. I Mm -hmm. grew up with that. My Mm -hmm. mother is a singer. And so I really appreciated watching this with you because it's raw music.
2: Yes. And I have
1: a little treat for you and our listeners out there. Uh, While Tammy and I were watching this show... We brought back to um, what we thought actually was. Um,
2: oh, oh! I know what you're going to play.
1: <laughs> we thought it was from season one, but it actually wasn't even from this show. Oh, no kidding. It was with Nick Lachey. Okay. But it was right before the sing-off started. There okay. was a show called Clash of the Choirs.
2: Clash of the Choirs, I remember. In fact. It...
1: And this was the infamous song. The to Flight of the United. Bumblebees. <laughs> I said. Listen to that. Listen to that. that's all acapella. that's yes. just
2: choral music. Now didn't Maria um, host this show or host part of it? Maybe did a reunion or something? I think she I think she might have been involved in one actually it. now
1: that you sing it, I think that is why my mother might have been involved with it. Well, so there you go. Um and Maria does have a choir um, background. background. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: a lot of us do.
1: Yes, do you? Uh, partial. My mom sang in the same choir as Maria. Okay. Um, and so I was like the young man who would go upstairs and sit in the back. It wasn't until my later years that they like were like, "Okay, you sat for God, back here for long God's enough. sake, Come on in." Yeah, they're like, "Just grab a book," and I would like be the quiet one, and then everyone would get quiet to hear my voice. So yes, I do have a little bit of
2: nice. In the back. Nice. I have um, was in a couple of church choirs. And then um, more recently than that, I was actually in a vocal quartet.
1: I was just going to say, didn't you say something about uh, I acapellas? did, and I will
2: bring in um, our recording that we did. It's a uh, Christmas piece, so that so it, you know, we'll do it maybe closer to Christmas. But uh, uh, mostly a cappella, quartet. I was the alto. And uh, we were called Eclectica, and it was fantastic. I put the get- group together with uh, some of my good friends, um, and then we broke up because the bass and the soprano moved to Boston. Oh, rats! Well, what
1: made you put the group together?
2: Um, I was in a bigger choir. And um, I wanted to do some things that were more challenging, you know, because I was really loving. We had a choir director who, of course, did, you know, very traditional things Mm -hmm. and occasionally would kind of throw curveballs at us. And 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 I'm not a solo singer. I can't I don't have that kind of voice. And so um, so I found, you know, three other people who I thought were, you know, the most talented people who would listen to me. (laughs) And um, and uh, they're all far more talented than I am. Um, which is fantastic, because I can just be surrounded oh, by them. I'm singing the alto part, which is just a support part it's it tends to be very difficult because mm-hmm. we never get the melody and um and we did we were together for uh three years, I believe. Oh, wow. and it was great fun. It was some of the best uh fun I'd ever had. and so anyway, that's my musical background. I also took piano for about five years and quit because I was terrible at it. So
1: it's a really big. uh is ch- a really big challenge. Yes. Um, yes. You, you, you know, music is so creative. But with this, like we heard, you have to be 10 times more creative. There's And there's
2: no hiding. No, you can't hide.
1: We saw yeah. everything tonight. And yeah. actually, that's actually a comment that I've I've never seen this show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to admit it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen it in passing. My mother is obsessed with any type of singing competition uh-huh. show. Um, so I would always be walking by. She'd be listening to something. And if something, like, catches me, I'll stop and listen to it. Right. And it was really, like I said, I, it was really great watching the show with you just because to finally sit down and, like, get into it. Yeah. Um it gives me more of a respect and it reminds me why I love music. Yeah. Just to like really break everything apart and listen to the raw vocals of it. Yes. Where you can put your ear to the test yes. and say, you know what? You can kind of critique it a little more. Yes. More so than um, instruments.
2: I, I, I totally agree. And I've been promoting this show on the Glee Project for okay. from, from for the last few um. Last probably four or five episodes of the Glee project because I was hoping that some of our uh, Glee project fans would would come over because I I know there uh there's a pretty small audience watching this show we'll get the numbers maybe for next week but um it's been really building and it's been interesting to see the progression between season one and season three season one I um I don't think I saw every episode because I came in a little bit late but I do remember that one of the biggest problems with it was I think it had a much smaller budget and not every singer was miked. Really? Uh-huh. And so when you're doing acapella, are you kidding me? Because yeah. then, you know, how, how could the TV audience have any sense of, of what the real performance was like? Right. And then as they, because some of the groups were massive that first season too. It seemed to me like there, there were a couple of groups that had 30 singers in them.
1: Looks like we'll be getting something like that and next so,
2: year. And so, yeah, so um, so I'm really glad to see the progression there. Um, see, do the, you think
1: Glee had anything to do with getting people into this type of? I don't,
2: I don't know, I don't know, possibly. But one of the things I just think is so great about this show is. That um, that thing that you were talking about that I don't really watch the idol X Factor. I, I do watch America's Got Talent sometimes, but I don't watch a lot of those um, singing shows because I, I like to... Um, I, I'm not a huge fan of the singing all around the melody. Mm-hmm. You know the song styling. Sometimes I just want to be able to hear the melody of a song, right. and um, and there's so much of that. Um, you know, rangy vocalization, so that people can show that they that they have the talent and ability to do that. Because I know it takes a very specific talent to be able to do that, and um, and it's very hard. But um, but I like this show so much more because it kind of gets back to basics. It really gets to the root of things you can't hide Everybody's gotta be so talented. But it's so different from any of the other shows because right. you've got these people doing the beatboxes and people doing the, you know, all of the the vocalizations. It's just it's really incredible. And so I've just been telling everybody I know, and I know a lot of singers who've never seen this show. Yeah. Several people who were in choirs and and actually the tenor in, in Eclectica, I said to him, you know, have you seen the sing off Hi John? If you're watching, you should be. Um, uh, he, and he'd never seen it and I thought uh, 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 Are you crazy? of all these of all the people I know you should be watching this show and so so Nancy Paul and John you all should be watching this show and I'm going to call you tomorrow and check in and see if you did <laughs> um, okay so let's get into the actual show so we have 16 contestants vying for a $200,000 recording $200,000 prize plus a Sony recording contract we've got um Ben Folds as one of the judges you don't know of ben folds he's a, uh, a a producer a musician piano player had a band called ben folds five we'll talk about them more in the news um pop pop singer um sarah Borellis, who has that huge hit also piano player and singer uh love song not gonna write you a love song that one and then Sean Stockman from Boys to Men, who's just amazing. Um, Sarah Borellis is new to the judging team and I think she's gonna be a fantastic I, addition. I really like her. Was it? She's just cute as a flute she's adorable for
1: one. And she has like this pureness to her that I've never seen. I like these judges a lot because they're just I feel like with all these competition shows they try to like base their judges off of american idol right american idol was the first they did something really unique with simon uh simon paula and uh randy and randy yep they were just really eclectic they threw them together and they were fun and entertaining and i feel like all these shows try to find one of each yep even america's got talent i love the show but i feel like they try to do the same thing yeah with this i've never seen judges like this i i've I really, even with Dancing with the Stars, is a, a mean one. You know, with this, right. they're, they love... You can tell these are three people who know what they're talking about. Yes. Have done what these people are doing. Yes. And really love music so much that they're not there to say, oh, you're bad, you need to do this next week. They're there to or, say... Or
2: to make it about them, because sometimes exactly. that's what
1: those judges do. And I just think that, like, they proved it tonight. Like, you know, they... If they didn't agree with something that they did, they said it in the nicest of ways. Yeah. And I really appreciate <laughs> that, I, 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 you know, because that's what I want to see with these shows. These yeah. are people who, you know, work their butts yeah, off. Yeah, pouring
2: and, their hearts out, really putting it all on the line.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So I've And she is just really unique. Like, she just has this innocence to her that yeah. I just loved.
2: And you know I'm one of those people who makes mistakes all the time, and and then has to um has to try to try to make people laugh. Okay,
1: and, yeah, and that's, <laughs>
2: afterwards, and that's what she was doing, which I loved about her. I went.
1: Yeah. Well, now, so girl. Ben Folds has, is he normally a judge on this? And yeah, what about yeah, the guy from um. Yes, they Boys they and,
2: are they are both judges from the beginning, okay. and uh, and so Sarah's new. So um, so there are 16 contestants. We saw the first eight tonight. Which means that next week is another two hour show. Um, yay, two hours of acapella singing. I'm so happy. Um, and the opening number, you asked this. They well, do every week. Before we talk about the opening yeah.
1: number, one thing I'll say about this show, yeah. I can't stand, I cannot stand two-hour reality shows.
2: I know. Me, you, I complain about it all the time.
1: Dancing huh. with the Stars. So Remember we did So You Think yes. You Can Dance. Yes, just
2: So months. You Think You Can Stay Awake, sort of was what I was calling that now, show because it went we, on forever and ever. Now, I know we
1: T-voted and we fast-forwarded, yeah. but I got to say the flow of this show, Show, they don't stick on the pre packages too long. Right. The song numbers are long enough, but short enough. Right. I really, you know, so to me, the show went by really quickly in the sense of the flow of it.
2: Well, and they don't do a lot of that, and we're going to tell you. Right after oh, the break, yes. they don't stretch it out. In my experience, they just don't stretch it out. And you're right; we didn't watch commercials with Tivo, but we probably will next week because right. we'll we'll be back on schedule. So, but I agree with that. It's you know, it's a musical number. It's a commercial. It's a musical number. It's a commercial. It's not a, It's not so much of this this shenanigans and, and the, um, like manipulation. You
1: said, the judges, not about them. Yep, there were no like going yep. to the judges just to hear them talk about right. anything. Loved
2: it. Um, and real quickly, I just want to say about Nick Lachey. He, he, there, the I, I, I actually kind of feel bad for him because he's he's really pushes hard and, you know, kind of does the Regis thing, yes. you know, <laughs> With and they give him a lot of puns, and they're mostly terrible, and I'm j- I am just get a little embarrassed for him because the, some of what they make him say, maybe, I don't know, you know, maybe he has some input, but it's a little bit embarrassing, so I do fast-forward through him. So.
1: That, and, you know, I, Hi, ro- I watched The Voice, and I, I used to yep. say, well, I thought Carson Daly was bad. <laughs> now... I could be, don't hate me, I could be holding a grudge against Nick Lachey because I love Jessica Simpson. Yeah. And I know years and years after, I still shouldn't be holding a grudge. But, <laughs>
2: Probably not. You're but right.
1: another thing is, if you've been hosting this for three seasons, yeah. I kind of feel like you shouldn't really be depending on the monitor. So that's what's making me think maybe he is coming up with those puns. Because for these types of shows, you kind of have to be off the whim. He's, oh, it's just, know. He,
2: he's he's a whole lot of cheese, and I like my cheese. Yeah, but he, he's, he's a little too much cheese. nice cheeser. to look at. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, okay, so now we're going to go into the first number. Is that okay with yes, you, Jess? The opening. Number. Okay, the opening number, perfect by Pink, except not by Pink. It was by <laughs> Eight multi-voiced vocal groups just I mean it's they and they do one of these every week they with whoever's competing that week they do a massive musical number and so obviously the first week they're their first and second week they're going to be the biggest ones because you have the most people there but what all I could say at the end of it was how much fun must Mm -hmm. that have been
1: absolutely I mean mean, just wow oh I wasn't crazy crazy about it yeah I thought it was really good yeah um and I mean, all these people coming together—that's like a really hard thing to mm-hmm. make it sound perfect, right? Um, but it, the people that they showcased, yes, the singles—I yes. really enjoyed them, yes. Um, and it was a fun number, like you said. I would—it made me like want to be on stage with them, like totally snapping totally. my fingers and jamming out, and <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, doing our thing. Uh, Really fun. Really, really fun number. I thought it was great. Um, So then we can just move right into the first four groups. The first was the Yellow Jackets, founded in 1956 from the University of Rochester, right? Yeah. Um, And five of the members—now, here's the thing. I watched the whole show beginning to end with very little fast-forwarding of Nick Lachey, mostly just (laughs) fast-forwarding of commercials— And uh, Jesse came in an hour after me because he was engineering a show, and so the first hour and ten minutes or so, I just played for him the musical numbers. So I got to watch the musical numbers twice, and I kind of gave you like a really quick, you know, synopsis of each group. So, yeah, from the package that they played before. So five of the guys in the yellow jacket jackets came from the Eastman School of Music at the University of Rochester. So music majors. Um, and they had gone on a musical choir exchange to Kenya. Um, and and it was, you know, very emotional for them to... Well, you know, it's that thing of sharing music with other people mm-hmm. and um, how how it can bring such a commonality to you, which was so great with the song that they chose because it right. was the song from the World Cup, the wave and the flag. Um, my impression of it was just that... Uh, it was just an unusual and really beautiful sound. I hadn't heard really a sound and a song like that in an acapella competition. What was your What were your thoughts?
1: Um, as soon as I heard them, I said, "Wow! They need to be singing a gospel song, uh-huh. a Motown something with a Motown vibe, uh-huh. or even a doo-wop sound." Uh-huh. Um, I liked the song. I didn't love it. Yeah. I I just think it was a. Uh, uh, I'm not going to say a bad song choice. Right. But I wasn't crazy about the song choice. Okay. Um, and now, I, you like the
2: song. I, I, I you just the, didn't I like the their interpretation of it. Yeah.
1: Um, it kind of has more of an upbeat to it. They kind of really slowed it down, which kind of...
2: Yeah, kind of makes it go
1: flat a little bit. Affected it for me. Um, but then towards the end, they started doing like the the harmonies they were doing. Uh-huh. It almost sounded like something from The Lion King. And I was like, well, I wish you sang something from The Lion King. Yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing because it is that,
2: exactly. It's that kind of tempo with that sort of African, I don't know what the cadence is called, but I'm sure there's a name for it. That sort of African cadence, African music cadence in the background. And that was what Ben Fold said he liked the most of them, sort of the choral parts. right?
1: No, yeah. And I, I mean, the song choice wasn't my favorite, but it wasn't anything. I definitely want them to stay there. Yeah. Um, I can see a lot of potential out of them.
2: Yeah, yeah. So uh, then we had the Fannin family. Uh, What you didn't see was they they were all sitting on chairs on the uh, deck of their house, it looked like. So they talked about that there are nine kids and two parents, 11 of them. And then then all in perfect unison – they named all eleven people in their family. Oh, you know, God. George, Mary, but 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 it was very funny. Actually, And if you're
1: watching us, they're actually up on the screen. Oh, that, the, that was that was the piece that they it? just
2: did. Yeah, that was it. Um, Cute little family. Yeah, yeah. So, um and they did Selena Gomez's "Who Says." um and my note on this was that I thought it was really beautiful, but I wanted more of the group singing. And that's one of my criticisms a lot of times with this a cappella um songs but also sh- sh- competition shows like this that they they tend to do a lot of one person singing and everybody else going the doo-wah boo was right. in the background and um and and I think it's more interesting when you start really mixing it up and, ha- and and passing off the lead and 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 bringing some variety into the to the background and so I felt like I wanted more um just more of the group input
1: Totally agree. Yeah. Um, I I wrote better than the original song. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It was just really pretty. Yes. I like the whole family vibe. I actually disagree with the judge. Really? um, Who said... I think it was Ben. ...that all their voices sounded too similar. Mm -hmm. I actually like that. Yeah. Because it filled it out for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it, But it actually sounded to me like there were less people singing than there actually were. Mm-hmm. That Maybe that's where he was getting that from. Yeah, possibly. Um, they showcased... Uh, Maria, Maria was her name. Yeah, They showcased her very well. Um, I just wish she wasn't the only one showcased. Right, um, right,
2: which was pretty much my, my comment as well, just, yeah.
1: And I mean, I get that this is... Um, Share the love. Right, I get that this is, you know... You, I understand why they would want to. Yeah. But at the same time, this is the first song that we're hearing from you. This needs to be. This needs to be the best song. Right. That we hear from you.
2: Right. Well, and they called it their signature song. That so okay. the first first episode, you're singing your signature song. Um. But but it should identify. You know, it's your introduction. It's the, you only get one time to make a first impression. Right. Um. So you think it was a bit of a misstep for them in that. Sense. A little bit. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. It had its moments where i looked not really looked the other way but was kind of just going with it yeah um i enjoyed it i would i would love to hear them sing live i think i'm, I'm sure sitting in the audience is a totally different yeah. uh yeah you know trip uh right to be watching but right yeah uh yeah okay
2: all right <laughs> well then let's move on to afro blue um I just put a big star next to them. Lovely. Um I thought they were fantastic. Uh in the the um story part before them they talked about how um they're jazz singers and you know they're kind of bringing their own particular um, style to it. And one of the guys said, "You know, I just really like to sing full-time instead of singing part-time and working in retail." <laughs> and as somebody who's worked in retail, I totally I I, I totally, totally feel that vibe. Did they say
1: how they were put together?
2: Uh, They go to college together. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're a college group. And I went to a bit of a commuter school for college, San Francisco State. Go Gators. Um, (laughs) And I'd never heard of an acapella group on campus. Maybe it's just sort of the, you know, more Ivy League schools because a lot of them come from, you know, USC, UCLA around here. Mm Um, but uh, I sure wish there had been an acapella group on campus when I was in school. You were meant to put it there. together. I would have been there. Um, okay, so then their their piece was uh, Put Your Records On. And uh, I thought their arrangement was really gorgeous. Didn't Absolute,
1: you? Absolutely. Uh, I wrote very smooth and reminiscent of old school Lauren Hill. Oh. Uh, if you saw Sister Act 2. Um, very uh, reminiscent of that I yeah, loved yeah. the lead singer Her vocal I wrote she could sing to me all night <laughs> It was just the perfect pitch The perfect tone She wasn't too ah, she, right? It was just perfect right. And they harmonized so well with her And the beatboxer Oh my gosh He was so fluent And I, I thought out of the people who we had seen uh-huh. He was the smoothest so far Yeah no, great arrangement
2: I, I just thought it was gorgeous and you know when, I think Ben Folds gives some of the most um, insightful comments mm-hmm. on this show and uh, and so at one point I wrote on my um, on my thing that they're like their modulations and their when they broke it down in the second half of the song I was just I was so impressed by that and um, so Ben Folds said he goes you make jazz sound accessible or you make it accessible to to people and that's one of the things that i think is a big challenge to jazz is because it it is inaccessible to so many people especially people who don't play it haven't studied it right. you know it seems like a whole lot of um uh, you know sort of misplaced and very introverted kind of inside um uh displays of music and and this was a really wonderful way to bring it and like he said make it accessible to people and i i think that was very insightful comment mm-hmm. like he usually is um what else okay yeah sean class style slick smooth fun effortless like butter on hot grits literally totally
1: it was so smooth that it, it... totally Um,
2: when, when I was with Eclectica, we did a couple of arrangements that were similar to that. And I don't know, forgive me all you musicians out there. I don't know the, you know, seconds and fifths and and that sort of thing. I know a third's real easy. I know that because I'm an alto, (laughs) I'm singing a third all the time. But, um, but they had those really close harmonies that are so hard to get right. They're so hard, especially when you're singing by yourself practicing and you don't have anybody else around you to help you figure out what, you know, where they, where they are, so you know where you're supposed to. And they just did
1: those so beautifully. And they were one of the bigger groups, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. Yeah. No, I,
2: I like from butter the, on hot. From grits. the name
1: of it and just seeing how they approached the stage, I was like, okay, they're gonna give us something good. They just looked very well put together. Uh, even if you, when you saw the um, the beatboxer, he was so into it, and it was just like I felt like I was at an urban cafe. Mm-hmm. yeah like just really getting like an amazing perform I felt like I was there yeah. when they did it I was really yeah. drawn to it and that's that's at, when we were talking about the fan uh, fan and family mm-hmm. at the end when I you know couldn't say what I wanted to say I just kind of just flattened out that's this is what the, I'm comparing it to yeah. with the fan and family I wasn't drawn into it I was not there with them right. I was sitting on my couch yeah. watching the team yeah TV.
2: yeah I get that
1: Afro Blue Pulled you in totally there i felt like i was in blue lighting i felt yeah. like i was sitting right in front of her and the guy was beatboxing to the left of my ear yeah
2: like they were also great looking too i mean like yes. i loved their i loved their costumes and let's just talk for a second about the wardrobe the the wardrobe people the wardrobe team on this show oh my god they always do such a good job they, i'm so impressed with so them it, And Afro Blue was one of the ones that I thought was so beautiful because they had, it was basically a a palette of kind of aqua and turquoise and like a taupe you know beige taupe color and th- there were so many beautiful outfits on all these beautiful people and you know gorgeous accessories and i, I would not want to be on that wardrobe team or well, maybe i would but it's a lot of work because they've mm-hmm. got you know 15 people in a group they have all got to be within this color palette you've got 15 different sizes and they just looked really beautiful
1: absolutely I, that was they were one of my uh, best dressed yes
2: um... yes for sure except for when you know the yellow jackets that's your other best dressed i'm sure
1: no, not at all. Actually, because <laughs> and one kidding. thing, well, because no, it's funny that you mention it. Because when I was watching the Yellow Jackets, what really bothered me is that like, they're all identical. Three or four of them had the skinny ties, and a couple of them had thicker. ties. Oh, I didn't
2: notice that. Yeah,
1: and I was just sitting there like. That one little thing really kind of irks me because... When they're
2: all uniform in every other way.
1: Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's like you all should have had skinny ties.
2: Yeah, it's like it's like I always say, you know, it's got to be all the same or all different. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, mm-hmm. And so that's I, one thing I didn't notice about the yellow jackets. And then even with the Fannin family, that purples and the browns just, you no, know, it was too flat.
2: For well, it was, it was really flat. And it might have been because they didn't want to be sparkles, you right. know, sparkle gems. Um, but uh, uh, but I thought the color palette was pretty. I just didn't think it, it translated well. Yeah. You know, it was kind of like denim jackets and it, it looked a little uh, extra washed or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so then let's move on to Delilah, which is like the all-star group or the super group. Oh. Six oh, of those girls were on uh, season one or season two.
1: I, I just go, to give the introduction because this, I have like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I di- I like didn't want to like them because they were all like I from know, me groups. too. I was like, well, that's not fit.
2: That's they're a bunch of ringers. That's not right. Well, and I know Jesus. I didn't want I didn't want to like them either. But um, it's not that I didn't want to like them. No. I just felt like yeah, they had sort of an unfair advantage. Exactly. Um, but the thing that I wrote down was they absolutely had a star quality. I mean, the way they were moving across the stage, they clearly all have brilliant stage presence. Um, and and I was really drawn to them. I felt that their their tones were really warm and rich. And the um, the lead girl, she sounded to me like a beautiful bird.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I wrote literally. and They have the least notes for me because I was just like you were just I wrote
2: mesmerized. Hot, <laughs> yes.
1: Really smooth, yes. For females, their beat vocals. Outdid Afro Blue, yeah. and like I was amazed by Afro Blue, yeah. but like these girls, yeah. that is incredible. Yeah, they these were girls amazing. blew me away. Right, very strong performance. The lead vocal, she pulled at uh, towards the end a Christina Aguilera like yeah. riff. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to hear. Through a couple of these, like I wanted to hear. I guess you said the modulation. I wanted to hear someone like... I don't want it to be flat-based the entire way. Mm-hmm. I, and this girl gave it to me. And one other thing about this group is... Yes. They reminded me of like an iconic Pussycat Dolls group. Right. The I, you know, me too. Is, the differences. And this is kind of sad for the Pussycat Dolls. Right. I couldn't tell you who the other four or five girls in the back were for the Pussycat Dolls. Right. These girls, even though they were singing in unison, mm-hmm. each had their own individual style. Mm-hmm. The way each one of them turned their head and gave the attitude, each girl was different, unique. It was just, it was really an awesome, awesome, awesome performance. I was so I, happy. I agree.
2: Them. They really, you know, their their presence was so uh, palpable. I mean, mm-hmm. they were just, they were really fantastic. And, um, and w- w- I think it was... Uh, Ben was talking about the, the <laughs> he said they were rubbing seconds and it was very smooth in the chorus and that's that seconds and thirds and fifths and yeah. sevenths things that I, you know and they're they're talking about it for those of you who are uh you know not super knowledgeable about music as I am not as well um it's the it's the um What's the word? It's the relationship of the notes to each others and se- okay. to each other in a in a chord pattern, so it's seconds and sevenths and thirds and that kind of thing um, and so seconds are really hard is the bottom line of that <laughs> they're they're not a natural. Um, they're so close together that it's not a natural uh, chord progression that we're used to hearing. And so it's hard to sing them without an instrument behind you. Well, so, go girls. That's what that is. Um, so, yeah. So then we had a, our first elimination. And when I was watching this, because I was watching it in real time, I was like, oh, my God, I've only been here an hour and they're already eliminating somebody. I've only right? seen four hours. <laughs> what am I going to do? It was harsh. I thought that was really harsh in the first hour.
1: Could you guess?
2: Um I you know I did and um since I watched it two times I I think I was wrong okay. uh cuz what I wrote was the yellow jackets. Okay. And what um, were your thoughts for that? Well uh you know and and the ones that who were who were left were the yellow jackets and the phantom family, right? Mhm. Um I I just you know I was kind of sad about it but I would have been sad about anybody leaving at this point because you know, like I said, I've just gotten to know them and already somebody's going home and it makes me sad that they've gotten to this point and, you know, get to sing once and then you're out. But then as I watched it the second time with you, I completely agreed with it because they, they were just um, – they didn't jump out. You know, they were pretty, yeah. mar- and especially if we listen to the criticisms of the things that we couldn't really hear was that they had uh, harmony problems and mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And that uh, apparently Maria had some, one of them had some pitch issues and that sort of thing. Well, then I totally agree with it. Um, and as I watched it the second time, I went, yeah, 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 I know the Yellow Jackets need to stay. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, so. the thing with the Yellow Jackets and and the fan and family, it was mm-hmm. just like, Personally, I could kind of see the Yellow Jackets giving them another chance and them doing right. something different. Right. When the fan and family sang their swan song, which yep. was Annie Tomorrow. Yeah. Why didn't you perform that? <laughs> I
2: know. That song. Or something like it. Yeah. Because it
1: was stronger. It was. You used two of your vocalists. And they, the thing with them um, when they did the Selena Gomez song, when the two lead girls sang, they sang together. Right. Which didn't really showcase each one of them, whereas Annie, they traded off. Yes. It just was more powerful of a performance. It absolutely
2: was. It absolutely was. Well, you know, they'll they'll get a lot of um, opportunities to sing at chur- in oh, churches. Absolutely.
1: And Maria is so young that she's going to build oh, for her sure. vocals. And, yeah.
2: For sure. Uh, but they're from, where are they from? Wisconsin, Wisconsin. I think. Yeah. God, God bless them. That's all I can say. <laughs>
1: They Literally,
2: they live in Wisconsin.
1: I th- and, you know, part of me watching them, too, was I felt like they were a family and all of them probably have singing background. Mm-hmm. But I think that this was kind of in their heads a way to launch Maria.
2: Oh, OK. Just a thought okay. could be
1: totally wrong. Yeah. Just what I.
2: Yeah, maybe. Well, if that's the case, you know. I mean, she's got she's got lots of opportunities. She's 14 years old. For Absolutely. goodness sake, she's got her whole life ahead of her. Um, so into hour two, we meet Urban Method, who are from um, Denver, right? Urban Method, Denver, Colorado. Um, so Tony put the group together. He, I think, was the guy who owns the music studio. And yes. so he put the group together because he just keeps meeting amazing singers and, uh, and wanted to, to create a, an acapella group that was edgy, uh, kind of hip hop. And they have a rapper. And we've never seen a rapper on The sing-off before, which and I thought it was a fantastic addition. Absolutely, you're a big fan of rap, right? Yep. Yes, uh, nice. me, not so much. But so, so what w- give me your thoughts on him and his performance? What did you think?
1: Um, I really liked him. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was the probably the best part of it. He had oh, a great, okay. he had a, um, I, I actually, I Troy their bass. Um, who was their bass? Like mm-hmm. uh, I forget. One of the judges said my ass was shaking. Yeah, literally that the deep boom that that yeah. guy could do is incredible. I mean, yeah, incredible. That's about um, how low I could go. But <laughs> rapper's name was Mike, and right? He the thing about rapping, especially live. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest issue with it is you hear really good rappers on the radio or in a video. Yeah. And then when you see them perform, they're rapping over their track. Yes. And it's just annoying and it's really like, it's really hard it's for- That's a little a, bit of a cheat. Yeah, and it's really hard for a rapper to, there aren't a lot of rappers who are good who can perform. This guy Live. gave a great performance. Right. Actually, I'm going to compare him to um, a, a rapper, singer, B.O.B. B. He's kind of new- he had his kind of swag, his flow. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked it. It was a lot of energy, mm-hmm. and at first, he didn't keep it consistent. But at first, he was rapping exactly like Eminem.
2: Well, and they mentioned Eminem.
1: Yeah, they mentioned because he, they were saying, "I hope Eminem's watching because right. he did a great cover of his song." Right. But at first, he had the high pitch, the mm-hmm. way he was spitting. It was just really reminiscent of Eminem, and I Mm -hmm. was really proud of that for him to go. He lost it a little bit, but which is good because it gave him his own voice. Right. So I give him uh, an A as far as let let me ask you
2: this. I first of all, I thought it was interesting that he rapped in the. Opening number, and he wrapped in this, so it makes me wonder if he can't sing.
1: Yeah, as well.
2: Um, so we'll see. Well, uh, but I, but I have to say, I liked the tonal quality of his voice. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really beautiful and really kind of lyrical. So maybe he can sing, but we, they just I, haven't I, I shown it I think he yet. might
1: be able to because at the end, when the uh, female vocalist yeah. showcased herself, yeah. yeah, he was doing the harmonica. You could see he was oh, doing no the Oh no, kidding. Okay, I missed that. A beatbox action too. Um, So I don't know as far as what he's capable of doing, but he might be able to harmonize. Yeah.
2: But I I think I like I said, I think the tone of his voice was really appealing. And and so that was good. But one of the things that I was thinking about in the first half of his rap, I felt like he was overpowering. Wait. yeah. Overpowering the whole rest of the group. And there wasn't as much of a blend. And it might have just been because we were watching it, you know, through our televisions and not live. But um, but it, it it was that criticism that I often have, that there's one singer and a bunch of people going, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, in the background. And I, I felt a little bit of that. But but it got more balanced as we went along.
1: I agree. I, I agree. But I don't know why I agree, because the um, I don't know if it was this that was the problem. But the lead girl, to me, she was good. She Mm -hmm. was good. But I wanted her to... She showed us her vocals at the end of it, the performance. She needed to start the second version. Okay. I needed a little... What I wanted was, while the backgrounds are doing their little hoo has the rapper's rapping, he's the performer. Yeah. But I wanted to hear the melody of the female. Mm -hmm. I wanted her to be throwing in some... Vocals and just mm-hmm. she didn't do it until the end, and to me that's where I was kind of feeling like he was overpowering it because right. he was interesting, right? And the rest was kind of like I got lost, it dulled down in the middle for me a mm-hmm. little bit, just mm-hmm. a little bit. I thought they were great, but just a little bit.
2: Hmm. Um, well, then let's move on to the Cats pajamas. They sang some kind of Wonderful, <laughs> which is actually one of my uh, uh, one of my favorite movies. Some kind of Wonderful, which you probably don't know. Uh, it's an old movie with Eric Stoltz. The Dreamy Dreamy Eric Stoltz. Um and uh and a, a, you know a great little song.
1: It, you were singing along with I it? was
2: singing along. Can I get a witness? Uh so they're professional singers. They do 200 shows. They uh, the
1: hip cool of the cool. That's what the Right, exactly.
2: They were the Cat's Pajamas. <laughs> Um, so it was a very traditional kind of, you know, we've seen it a lot sort of interpretation. But then they broke out in the second half of it. And it was much better, yeah. I thought. Um, and, and they just got, you know, kind of slammed for being too perfect. You know, their technique was brilliant. They were super polished. They were pitch perfect. That's what all the judges said. And they just kept saying... You know, we'd like to see you take some risks. We'd like to see some versatility from you. And if you get to come back, that's what we're looking for. And you and I both looked at each other and went, "Oh, look, cats pajamas are going home." <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, they were they were really good. They yeah. were very in sync with each other. Yeah. I loved the ending of the song.
2: Yeah, I me thought too. that was the
1: best part of it. Me
2: too. Um, me too.
1: Great crooners. Mm-hmm. They had a very Motown boy band feel. Yeah. But watching the pre package, to me. The light skin, shorter one. Yes. Had the best voice out of all. Of them. Okay. Uh, maybe technically not, but for showcasing your group, he had a different type of voice. And I wish they had used him rather than just using the one guy.
2: Well, and again, when they did their swan song, isn't yeah. that what they did? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And they just proved me right at the end.
2: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so then moving on to Kenfolk Nine with moi or moi in moi. French um living in the in a garage with his two kids and his wife oh jeez oh, break my heart in the first episode right <laughs> um so they sang Secrets and and I thought it was good but uh, but to be honest I, I wrote that it was slightly unremarkable
1: yeah he blew me away That's, yeah he saved them really to be honest yeah um I think out of he just has a really different voice. I mean, we're hearing so much of this when you hear acapellas; it's so much, almost of the same thing. Mm-hmm. That he added something different. They were—they were very eclectic, and I think that's what got them through yeah. this round. Yeah, is banking on the fact that there were a lot of. I think they even said there were a lot of pitch problems. Errors. Yeah, mm-hmm. but those things can work out. I um, did I write the background was not strong with the beats? Um, as I would like but the har- but when they harmonize and all sing together that's where I was like none of the other groups did that
2: you write good notes thank you i write really like fast i write one word notes and you write whole sentences i'm very I, impressed i,
1: I, I it, it's just what literally like the thoughts that go through my head and uh, as far as with that that's what i really wanted from them I, from watching this show I, I like you said actually before you wanted to hear more singing together. Right. And they were one of the only groups that did that. Right. Um, and the what was it? The loud. I love the breakdown during that. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think this was more of just show casing Moy or however you say his name. Um, mm-hmm. r- good, Really good. And I, I can see a future for them. Like, yeah. Getting better.
2: Yeah. Um, so the next we had Vocal Point from BYU, and who bill themselves as the most fun nine clean cut Mormon guys can have.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're funny little quirky guys.
2: Um, yeah, so and they didn't have Ben, their Aussie, who is the baritone, and um, because he had to go home and be with his dad, who's um, very sick with leukemia, which was very sad. Um, Oh, jump jive and whale! I I can't I couldn't read my I'm like what does that say? Jump to pails? What? Uh, jump jive and whale? Fun song. Um, very energetic. And and when they started singing, I said I turned to you and I said, you know, they're in the same category as the cat's pajamas.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, cats like I said, cats pajamas was very on point. These guys were on point. The difference. I felt like I was watching Glee. I felt with these guys, with these guys, mm-hmm. vocal point. I, right. the lead vocalist was way stronger than the guy who was uh, um, singing yeah. the cat's pajamas. Yeah. Which is why I think they should have used the other guy for cat's pajamas. Right. Um, awesome vocals, really strong breakdown mm-hmm. and a very, very strong bass. I wish I could remember his name to give him credit for that. Um, and on top of it, they danced their ass off.
2: I know. I'm so impressed with the choreography in these, these uh Yeah, I
1: mean, numbers. Cat's Pajamas, they moved around a little bit, but this was like so in sync. These guys were just on point. Um, and then the great high note at the end yeah it was just such a great good presence on
2: stage. well uh, th- really fantastic and i wrote down nice modulations which is very hard in acapella and then uh my man ben folds. Oh, yeah. i think i have a little bit of a crush on ben folds really let's just be honest um <laughs> he he goes you know i when they came you know he said all of his things he said it was a great groove it was really wonderful and then he goes now i want to teach the american kids about what a modulation is and i was like <laughs> so awesome when I say the same notes as Ben Folds because I think he's so clever he really, you know it, he's really educated he gives great notes and then two of the things that he said were things that I had said and I was like I rock not as much as he does but it made me happy
1: and you know the other <laughs> thing with, with the, watching these guys by far they were the most put together mm-hmm. I would have thought they were the ones who did 200 shows a year
2: right <laughs>
1: no kidding not to take anything away from cats Jim's. you guys right. were really good they were excellent but these guys were just too on point it was like okay are you guys cheating somehow have you done this did no, you win a competition they're, or? they're mormon yeah
2: all they have to do <laughs> right
1: <laughs> wait and it's you you're right because did you see when they took the girls on a date group
2: dates <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: and they were like singing to the girls which is really cool really clever but. My
2: my first boyfriend was uh, Mormon and uh, left me for you. BYU. He left me for BYU.
1: And now he's, now he's-
2: Hi, Russ. <laughs> we talk now. Actually, just oh, okay. saw him a couple a couple months ago when I was up in Oregon. I drove through his town. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, I just thought they were amazing, and it will be so interesting to see how. Their sound is affected if and when Ben comes back in the next show, which we hope he will. And we hope things um, go okay for him. Yes. Um, But then we had the second elimination and it was the Cat's Pajamas and Kinfolk 9. And one thing I wanted to say was when Cat's Pajamas came up, we had a problem with our TV and we were only hearing the performance mm-hmm. we we couldn't see it so for the first I'm like this up, 30 please. seconds we we just were here listening and and so you were kind of working on the technical stuff and i was just kind of sitting there you know staring at a blank screen but listening and um and yeah it was like it was excellent is is what i'm thinking it was you know it was really excellent and it was it was it was good but um didn't yeah Actually, Sean, I think, said, "How would it translate on the radio mm-hmm. how How are they going to be when there are no visuals of the you know the moves that they're doing and the and the the visual personality that they have and we actually got to experience that because we weren't seeing them on screen, and it was kind of. Uh, I don't want to say lackluster but there um, was something must be, missing it
1: must be lackluster because I was just thinking the same oh you were? okay it was
2: a little lackluster we agree then
1: uh, um, that's why
2: we're friends yeah. and I'm
1: glad you're actually bringing this back yeah. up because I wanted to say to you in the uh-huh. screening room but I, I, the thing with me and Tammy is I <laughs> just like want to blabber everything <laughs> I know,
2: out I do. We but do but then I'm
1: sitting there like holding it back like no it'll be more unique when I bring it up in the yeah. show
2: and then you forget
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad you were there to bring this yeah. back up again yeah. But exactly what you're saying. Um, I'm definitely, music is my life. Mm-hmm. I'm a DJ. Mm-hmm. I'm very keen to putting music on yep. and doing a hundred things at once. Yep. While I was trying to fix the projector. Yes. Totally tune them out. Well, that's not good. Not tune them out, but I, I could hear them, but yeah. it wasn't. If vocal point, if that had happened during vocal points performance. Yeah. My mind would have been envisioning exactly what they were doing. Yeah. The song was just so much more alive. Yeah. You could hear the pep in their step. Yeah. And,
2: well, and it's it's sort of the translation of the personality. And when, you know, when the two uh, groups were up there, when the Cats Pajamas were standing next to Kinfolk Nine, you, go, you said like this. You went, the difference between this, you know, here it is right here. 200 performances a year and living in a garage.
1: Right, right.
2: And... Well, and that was, no,
1: between, Ken, did you say Ken Fultons? I did, Okay, I
2: did, because um, I wrote it down. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I mean, they're incredibly polished, incredibly um, perfect, but maybe not a lot of personality there, or at least we didn't get to see it yet.
1: And that, and I think the judges were sitting there thinking, like, you guys do 200 shows a year, and you come here to this show, which is something that, we don't take a lot of people, and you guys finally made it, and you're giving us the 201st performance.
2: Right. It's the same thing right. that you guys probably are always Right, doing. right. Really good point.
1: Versus us giving somebody who has a great voice yep. and lives in a basement and can't perform. Anywhere. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, take the chances, guys. You have one shot. What do you have to lose? Yeah. And then they sang Goodbye, My Baby. Oh, right. And like I said, they should have had the short, light skin sing lead vocals. The, ch-
2: the two groups that were voted off yeah. gave their best performance in their Goodbye performance. Yeah.
1: And that Goodbye Bad. performance was awesome.
2: Yeah, it really was. <laughs> it really was. Yeah, he was fantastic, wasn't yeah. he?
1: And it's funny because I, you know, watching the pre-package when he was singing to that older woman, yes, in the in the audience, this yeah. guy's really mm-hmm. great.
2: But and then yeah, they gave we didn't the get shine to, see him. to the other guy. Yeah, we didn't get to see him.
1: Sorry,
2: sorry. <laughs> uh, one of the things that I wanted to mention was oh, I think I kind of went this, but I was I this, these are the notes that I didn't know where to put mm-hmm. while we were doing, and I thought oh, I need to bring these back. Um, you know, I often don't comment on the lead singers because I think of it like um uh, a little bit like photography. I'm a photographer and um, as a hobby. And so I have, you know there's there's black and white and there's color right right. And I find black and white photography to be so much more difficult than color I totally because am. and I've always thought this ever since since I got my first camera in high school um because you can be dazzled by colors and um, and you know it's sort of like you know juggling you got so many things going on in this picture and if you don't like that well there's something else over here and there's something else over here but black and white you really have to pay attention to your composition the parameters that you're given and you are only dealing with shading as opposed mm-hmm. to, to colors and and I th- kind of think of that similarly with um, lead singing versus a cappella singing and I, I as I said I often don't Comment on the lead because it's it's something everybody's used to doing. I mean, we've, we all sing in the shower. We have all, you know, sung our little hearts out to the, you know, sing in the car, to the radio, or whatever. But trying to do the kinds of things that they do where you're blending in with a group. I have a really bright voice that just, like, pierces through things when I'm singing. And that's something that you have to be really careful with when you're singing it, especially in a, a small group like I was with Collectica. That you know, they'd always be okay. Tam, back off the mic a little <laughs> bit, and John would too. The tenor, he had, the, he he and I had similar problems with that. Um, and it's it's just there's so many more elements that you have to pay such careful attention to in acapella because everything is amplified because you've only got. Um, you don't have all of the other things to hide behind, all of right. the other elements to um, distract people from. So anyway, that's just sort of my commentary on, on lead vocals within a cappella and a cappella itself. I just um, – I think we're in for some big treats. Oh,
1: I can't. Yeah.
2: Um. Anything else you want to say? I have some news. So uh, oh. so is there anything else that you wanted to say on this and then we'll go to a commercial and come back with some I'm news. ready
1: to – hop into telling you about next week because I'm very excited.
2: Okay, well let's go to a commercial and then we'll come back and do a little news.
0: find out what the AfterBuzz is about. Genesis is a drama queen. This yeah. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. Television and they want it to be as dramatic as possible? I mean it's, it's period. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why AfterBuzz TV is the number one source for after show content. Now in the eyes of Jimmy Ducky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 4, 424-256-1729. 2, 4, 2, 4, 2, 4, 2, I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? <laughs> the wig! The wig no, will come, come out. Like the wig When come out. the TV show is over, get your After Buzz on. I, um... After Buzz Ooh. TV news
1: you um
2: i have heard that you know that our intro and our you know commercial hundreds and hundreds of times but i just started watching boardwalk empire this week and Uh realized that kevin's talking about boardwalk empire in one of those little pieces and it just i was like oh right i totally get that now because i haven't gotten it for the thousands of time over the last year and a bit that i've been doing this (laughs) i never understood (laughs) so anyway that was a little revelation i had today um so yeah i have some news uh, ben Folds has a new album coming out October 11th. He's reuniting with Ben Folds' five members, drummer Darren Jesse and bassist Robert Sledge, to record their first new music together in over a decade. Uh, The album, called The Best Imitation of Myself, will feature three new songs from Ben Fold's Five, and then the rest of them will be Ben Fold's songs. So it's kind of exciting. Um, You should listen to Brick, which was their big hit um, a long time ago. Uh, It's a beautiful song, and uh, he actually, is that the song? I think that's the song he talks about how when when they first played it, when he first played it for his band members, they didn't like it. And, oh, really? uh, That's
1: probably number one
2: hit, right? Yeah, yeah. They said, "What's what's that song? Is that going to be you on the album?" And he says, "I don't. What, you don't like it." And they go, "Well, was it the record label's idea?" Oh. <laughs> and he says, um, "I I've always felt that that was our moment. That brick was a very dignified thing to have as our biggest hit. So you should listen to that song. I've I've always really loved it. He's got, he you know he, it's it's a it's an unusual voice. It's not." Um, you know, it's not like a big solo voice like right. we're so used to listening to. But I love his voice, and I think it's I think it's really wonderful. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up was that uh, Ben folds. Okay, I do have a little crush on him. I was just okay, say, were you on his
1: website <laughs> or something? Like...
2: <laughs> well, he's the one I'm most familiar with. Really, right. is all it comes down to. But um, he said that the sing off. Uh, is very different from the other singing shows, and he was talking about the reason why he thinks it will be successful. It kind of bothered me a little bit that Nick Lachey kept talking about This is totally different. You've never seen anything like this. I I felt like they were pushing the differentness of this show a little bit too hard. I mean, it is different, but just let it be its awesomeness. Anyway, he says, Ben Fold says, about the sing-off, frankly... I don't see this as having to do with other singing shows. Even though the form is the same, I almost feel the sing off has more in common with Star Trek because it's a cappella, it's about people working together, it's about not about bickering, it's people working successfully in harmony and that's a totally different vibe.
1: I'd, so sing off is Star Trek. And we mentioned it earlier, you know, when we first started. Yep. It's not even though it's a competition, yep. it's you don't feel it, even when the elimination comes around. You're like, "Oh yeah," well, can, yeah, because <laughs> it really is kind
2: of more a celebration of music, right? Because there are so many people involved, because there's so many, you know, musicians involved in it. It really takes a lot to do a um, a group like this, and and to create all the things that they create. So uh, that's it for my news for tonight. I'll see if I can come up with some more next week
1: righty. We'll see if you guys want to hear some more of Ben Fold's what, what he's up to next week and
2: <laughs> Exactly. I'll let you know all about my boyfriend tune Ben Ben After Buzz
1: TV. Exactly. exactly.
0: <laughs> um so yeah. And now your After Buzz TV predictions. predictions.
2: Okay, the winners from winner from last winners from last year's uh, or last season. Was a group called Committed, and they made me cry every time they sing. Oh, really? They're just completely amazing. Uh, the second second runners up, or whatever you want to call them, the runners up were Street Corner Symphony, which also blew me away. They were the last two standing. I would have been happy if either one won. They were just brilliant. Um, but I, I didn't. I got a little bit of that with the Delilahs. What were they called again? Yeah, yeah. Delilahs. Um, but uh, but I didn't I didn't cry. I'm a big crier. I'll cry at anything, um, but especially when my heart is touched by something. And music does it a lot to me. So I didn't really get like big goosebumps, lots of crying, yeah. that kind of thing. So one of my predictions is that next week they are going to bring it and bring it hard.
1: I d- and from what we saw, yeah. I mean, next week. I'm really excited for next week. I mean, this week, I was I'm kind of in the boat with you. I know everyone was really really good, yes. but it was almost the same level
2: mm-hmm.
1: of competition. Mm-hmm. Next week looked like more dancing, mm-hmm. more stronger vocals. So yeah, I'm really excited for next week. And we I I like the really big groups because it fills the song yeah. out more. And there looked like one. It looked like there were about twenty people on stage for one of them so that's kind of exciting
2: and i'm really glad that they got a bigger budget and can mic everybody so that we can get the benefit of those big groups um so you're um, you know and if you were a producer of the show wouldn't you hold off at least some of your best best best
1: well and i think they even did that tonight you know Mm -hmm. we watched we watched the first Mm -hmm. uh four yep you know they threw in uh Afro Blue and Delilah, who kept you there, right? And then for the second one, you know the groups got more entertaining. Yeah they,
2: yeah, they were. They were a little bit of a step up. Yeah,
1: and then you see for next week, it's like, oh, okay. Well, I definitely want to see next week because even at the end of all this, I was like, if I was to pick of all eight of you guys, I could be- definitely pick a winner. Yeah, but to be giving such a great package away, right? You, you, you need, need a little be, more competition.
2: You need to be more impressed. You need
1: to be pushed a yeah. little harder. and I think yeah. next week is gonna push these groups harder.
2: It's it's gonna come. It's gonna come. I don't know how many episodes we have to figure out how many episodes are in the season. Um, but if if it's this this season is different from others because they normally started off with ten. Okay. Uh, ten contestants, ten teams, and this time they started off with sixteen. So the season will be longer. They had. I read in interviews they talked about how this is going to be a more grueling season for the singers because it's a longer season. Um, when you get down to fewer groups, you have to do more numbers to fill the hours that are on TV. So it's it's going to be really difficult. I'm but
1: hoping it's not going to be two hours every week.
2: I might have a hard time sticking with it if that's the case.
1: Yeah, you know, I love. I really love the show. Um, yeah. And I also wonder in the coming weeks like you guys are now really using your vocals on a a harsher level weekly. Right. So how, how I are you going to be able that to recover comes into play mm-hmm. with some of these people especially with a group like um what was it Kinfolk who yeah. they're not really used to that. Right? You know, and they have to kind of work on their harmonies more so they have a lot more work to do. Sure, they've got a lot more ground to cover. So people missing and And whatnot.
2: Um, Who was your favorite group from this week? Or Hmm. maybe your couple of favorite groups?
1: Favorite group, I would have to say. Mm.
2: Okay, I'll tell you mine while you're thinking. Uh, Mine is either Delilah or Afro Blue. Oh. Delilah really blew me away.
1: Yeah, I'm Deli- I would have to say Delilah because that, that was going to be definitely. That's a definite for me. They
2: really blew. They really blew me away.
1: And I just have a lot of hope, I guess, for Kinfolk. Uh huh. That I would probably go with them. Uh huh. Um,
2: and then Vocal Point, we love
1: Vocal Point. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're like a hands down. Yeah. I, I, but I don't want Vocal Point to win. Okay. I'm gonna boldly say that. Okay. Reason being, they're really great. But from what I saw tonight, I feel like we're going to get a lot of that. Right. And right. I feel like that when you think of acapella, that's what you think of. Right. Right. I, w- I want to push. I want to go outside the box. I want right. something different. I, hear I that. would love if Urban Method could, it, you know, keep with that. I would love if Kinfolk, someone said, you know what? This week, I'm going to try to rap. Mm-hmm. I would like to, you know what I mean? See some, See mm-hmm. people do some different things. That's... That's what I'm always going for yeah. with these talent shows. I really
2: think well though I'm sure they'll bring them on later in the uh, in the season. They'll bring on the winners from That's last sweet. season. Um, I don't know how long the season goes, but last season we went through Christmas. And so, so they did these really wonderful little pieces at uh, the Grove actually. Oh. They did little Christmas songs and and not little Christmas songs, but they showed portions of Christmas songs that the groups each did. And uh, and it was really beautiful. And I'm pretty sure those are available on iTunes. I I know they talked about them last year. Um, So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with this season. But I'm I'm really looking forward to it. and I'm really having fun. And thanks for watching with me so I didn't have to do it all by my lonesome.
1: My pleasure talk
2: to myself.
1: I enjoyed myself very much. And like I say, with everything here at After Buzz, I never used to watch TV. I was, not, I was very specific with the shows that I watched. Yeah. And just doing it with you guys and seeing the passion of all the different shows, because mm-hmm. I watch them all. Mm-hmm. Being the engineer here, I see yeah, everything you that do. goes on here. Or I hear the, everybody talking yes. about the shows. I'm glad that I was here tonight to do this with yeah. you and ex- get to experience the show. Because this isn't something that, as much as I love singing, I don't have the time to like sit down and watch one of these shows. Right? So I'm very thankful that I got to do that with you here tonight. Thank you, me and too. And I hope if you guys didn't get to catch the show tonight and you're just checking out our after show, make sure you actually check it out um, or some of the performances on YouTube and then re-listen to us.
2: They're really good. And agree with us. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, so that's it for this week. Our gang uh, will change next week. Right now, they're they're literally about to go in the air on their way to Boston. And uh, we'll see them next week. And hopefully we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us.
1: Peace.